This is Retirement Paradise with Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Greg provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Greg Gunther to help you retire in paradise. Aloha and welcome back to Retirement Paradise. This is Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. If you'd like more information while listening to the show, please feel free to give us a call at 791-2924 or visit us online at therogroup.org. And while at the website, you can click on our radio page. There you can check out past shows and you can also subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. Now today we're talking about some of the financial challenges that are unique to women when considering retirement. One of the sources I'm going to be using today is an article from nextavenue.com, What Could Help Women Facing Financial Challenges for Retirement? And this is from February uh, 2019. In the article, writer Carrie Hannon looks at recent recommendations from a February 6, 2019 U.S. Senate hearing chaired by Maine Republican Susan Collins and a briefing from the Washington, D.C.-based nonprofit Women's Institute for a Secure Retirement, uh, or abbreviated WISER. Uh, We'll examine those sources and we'll also add some additional information as well. Now, before we get into that, I'd like to welcome my co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today? Well, I'm doing great. Thanks for asking, Greg. I've had a great week, a busy one though. How about you? What's going on over there? I've been real busy. Like, you know, we did the two uh, federal workshops um, a couple weeks ago, so we're still seeing them and helping them get their uh, retirement uh, lined up. I've been busy with Little League Baseball with my son, and then, of course, he's only got a couple more weeks left of school. we got graduation times coming up, so uh, that's a busy time of year. It is. Uh, For for me as well, I have two kids uh, in regular school and then a public school and then one in college in his second year. And everything's winding down, finals, uh, my son's moving back home for the summer, uh, final band concerts and uh, sporting events for my kids as well. So yeah, I'm right there with you, keeping really busy. But today's topic is an interesting one. Uh, And a Senate hearing? We're referring to a Senate hearing today? Yeah, that's right. Um, And for the record, the entire hearing was actually captured on video and is available on uh, aging.senate.gov uh, under the hearings tab. So if you want to watch it, um, this one is actually titled Financial Security in Retirement, Innovations and Best Practices to Promote Savings. <laughs> well, I don't mean to laugh, but that is an interesting nugget right there. I had no idea Senate hearings were available in full video online. Uh, I'll probably have to remember that the next time I have trouble sleeping. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, fair warning, the hearing is almost two hours long. Uh, so luckily, the article and our research picked out just some of the key points. So we're not going to subject our listeners to the, to the full two hours. <laughs> but, you know, back in all seriousness, there are many financial challenges that women must overcome to achieve financial security in retirement, uh, not the least of which is rising cost of health care, the reality of persistent economic factors 
that impact financial security. Well, maybe you could give us an example of uh, some of these chronic economic factors that impact women then. Yeah, absolutely. So so during the Senate hearing, uh, Linda Stone, who is a Women's Institute for Secure Retirement Fellow, the Wiser Group, remember I mentioned before, and also a volunteer member of the Society of Actuaries Committee uh, on Post-Retirement Needs and Risks, told the Senate, okay, and I will quote her here, women face greater longevity risk than men due to their longer lives and the resulting need for more income. Social Security reports that on average, women have nine years with zero earnings and women's career average 29 years compared to 39 years for men, end quote. So, so nine years with no earnings and fewer working years overall can really have a huge impact on your social security benefit alone. Now, there's an example of a, a chronic economic Oh, factor. yeah. And that's huge. That's a huge disadvantage for women out there. And I'm, it's important you mention that. But again, uh, I almost cracked up there because I believe you said she was a member of the Society of Actuaries Committee on Post-Retirement Needs and Risks. That's yeah. uh, <laughs> Uh, that sounds like a great group to hang with at a party, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Society of Actuaries Committee. Uh, yeah, I want to avoid that uh, that group of people probably. And that's no rock and roll show, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, you know, regarding what you were saying, though, in all seriousness, I can see how fewer working years is going to be a difficult challenge for people to overcome. Right. And that isn't the the only challenge that Stone mentioned in the testimony. So she also testified that women are twice as likely to work on a part-time basis, resulting in, of course, lower overall wages. And women are also more likely to work in industries that offer limited retirement savings plans or no retirement plan at all. Uh, So these factors really combine to often leave women with less in not just Social Security benefit, but in retirement savings as well. So generally, what you're saying is women have less retirement income then to work with. Exactly. And and Stone also pointed out that women statistically live longer, meaning that they have more expenses to cover over over time. So that's it's really kind of a double whammy, a, a smaller amount of savings to start with and more years of expenses to cover. So, you know, that's that definitely um, kind of two cards against them right there. And Stone also cited that many women choose to leave the workforce earlier than expected, um, often without the knowledge of what ramifications might happen. So I don't know if that might be uh, for caring for a family member or raising kids or whatnot, but statistically that happens quite a bit. Yeah, I I bet it does then. Uh, You know what? And I know you want to get into in our next segment some solutions or strategies to address these challenges. But first, let's take a moment here to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you. Yeah, if you have any questions uh, or comments about today's show, please feel free to give us a call at 791-2924, or you can head head over to our website at therogroup.org. All right. And I want to remind our listeners, you are listening to Retirement Paradise with our host, Greg Gunther, and I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. Uh, We're talking about financial challenges uh, that women face, right? Yes. um, So we're citing an article um, off of nextavenue.com, what could help women facing financial challenges in retirement. This is from February 2019. And in the article, the writer, uh, Carrie Hannon, looked at recent recommendations from the Senate hearing in 2019. 
And this was the, remember, the Wiser Group, Women's Institute for Secure Retirement. So we talked about some of the challenges that Linda Stone had brought up. And now we want to look at some of the solutions uh, that she suggested. So, yeah, let's get into some of those suggested solutions uh, So to help women overcome all these challenges. Yeah, so uh, Linda Stone actually had three suggestions to help women achieve financial security in retirement. So her first suggestion is to study ways to offer retirement protection to women who spend uh, significant time as caregivers. So she wanted to look into the possibility of actually providing social security credits for that time. Uh, The second suggestion is to somehow encourage employers uh, to offer retirement plans and make it easier for them to do so. And her third suggestion was to let part-time and temporary workers participate in these employer-sponsored plans. Well, those all seem like good common sense suggestions. Yes, um, very true. And those are great suggestions, but in reality, they might take a little bit of time to implement. And some of our listeners can't you know, afford to wait for these institutional changes like like these to take place. Um, so in this segment, I want to talk about, uh, let's, we want to look at how women, what, what they can do today to address their social security, to maximize their employer offered plans, and even alternative options for uh, part-time or self-employed individuals. So where should we start with this then? Well, let's start with Stone's first suggestion, uh, which address social security. So during the Senate hearing, there was a lot of testimony about the future of Social Security. So changes like Stone suggested, as well as the viability of the system, were widely discussed. But let's focus on the present. So one thing we do at the Retirement Optimization Group is we have, we run this report for all of our clients, male or female, it's the Social Security Maximization Report. Tell us about that. You've mentioned that on past shows. What does the Social Security Maximization Report cover? So our Social Security Max Report is a very informative report. It's about 13 pages um, in depth, and it covers several very important things. So one, of course, what is going to be the amount of your Social Security benefit at any age? Uh, When would be the best time for you to start taking your Social Security benefit? And what are your options if you're married? Because we do have to calculate joint lifetime benefits and there are still some very advanced spousal planning options available. Um, It also just covers um, earning additional income while you're taking Social Security and if that would impact your benefit. And it addresses some uh, tax topics on what the real cost of taxes on your Social Security benefit uh, would be. So it's important to keep in mind that even for the most financially literate person, planning for retirement is challenging. And it's even more challenging today, you know, than, it, than it's ever been. Uh, the days are gone relying on just a pension from work and Social Security to meet your needs. In today's economic climate, I mean, we've got historically low interest rates, um, high market volatility. It, it, these things combine to make planning for retirement more difficult than ever. Uh, so knowing the answers to those questions is just part of the larger uh, financial strategy. Yeah, and that makes sense. And I, I know that we've discussed before the timing of filing for Social Security. How does that impact women? Well, Stone testified during the hearing that that many women choose to retire at the same time as their older partners. And so what this means is that they might file for Social Security at the wrong time. 
That's where the information contained in the Social Security Max report is so valuable. It can really provide the context and the, and the consequences, really, for if you chose to file early. Well, and I, I can see that timing is such a huge part of filing for Social Security overall, isn't it? It is. And you only get one chance to file for Social Security. You get to file for it one time. So you need to make sure you do it the right way. And there are a lot of other considerations, such as Medicare, uh, which has an entirely different set of rules and regulations. Um, due to the consequences, it can be a very challenging experience for most individuals, regardless of their gender. Uh, but Medicare is a different topic for a different show, so we won't hit on those issues today. Yeah, and I want you to give our listeners that information again, because uh, listening to you talk about these things, the tips for women, I bet they have a lot of questions. How can they get a hold of you? Uh, give us a call. Uh, 791-2924 is our number. If you'd like that Social Security Max Report run for you, we're happy to do it. No cost, no obligation. Just give us a call. You can also visit our website. We've got a couple videos on there. Um, and there's a contact us button, of course. If you have any questions, you can email us. Um, but we are offering the Social Security Max Report uh, to all our listeners, um, which is a very, very valuable tool. All right. And this is Retirement Paradise. You're listening to the Retirement Paradise Show with our host, Greg Gunther, and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. Now, Greg, talking about some of the financial challenges that women face in retirement today, right? Yes. So we uh, referenced a couple articles, nextavenue.com uh, from February 19. We talked about the testimony from the Senate hearing uh, that was mentioned in that article. And we've also got a new resource here. Um, this is from a blog written by Kimberly Blanton um, of the Boston College Center for Retirement Research. This was titled Women's Wealth Gap Exceeds Pay Gap. And this details another challenge that women face when working toward a successful financial strategy, the, the, the lack of wealth accumulation. Ah, uh, tell us more about lack of wealth. That doesn't sound good. Okay, so according to the blog uh, from the, the Center of research uh, retirement at Boston College, women earn 80 cents for every dollar a man earns. And the disparity between the male and female net worth is even larger. The blog referenced a report from the Asset Funders Network entitled, uh, titled On Shaky Ground, which is available on their website, assetfunders.org, that the, the net worth for women compared to men is 32 cents for women to a man's $1. Wow. I mean, that's a huge gap. It is, which is why it's essential for women to maximize any opportunity that they do have to accumulate more wealth. One area that's often overlooked is the employer match, 401k. Um, while it may be difficult to have more money taken out of your check, you really should strongly consider adjusting the withholding percentage so that it at least takes full advantage of the company match. Right. And I mean, not maxing out that employer match is like leaving money on the table, as you always say, right? Yeah, exactly. And you wouldn't turn down a bonus or a pay increase. No. Um, but when you fail to contribute enough to maximize the match, that's ex essentially w what you're doing. Think of it this way. If your employer offers a match, even if it's not that much, it's still money that you're otherwise be missing out on. It, you should consider it as part of your pay. Any little bit could have a pretty significant effect on your overall savings in retirement uh, over time. So if you were able to, I highly recommend that you at least contribute enough to hit that match. So are there other options then to address potential income shortfalls? There are, yes. Um, 
earlier we mentioned that women often leave the workforce uh, early to care for family or to raise children. And this leaves them with less social security later in life. So one tool to combat this, this lag in income uh, it would be a spousal individual retirement account or IRA, a spousal IRA. Uh, according to investopedia.com, a spousal IRA is a strategy that allows a working spouse to contribute to an IRA for their non-working spouse. So it's not a joint account. It's an individual account and it's set up in the name of the spouse. Okay. Uh, a spousal IRA then seems like a positive plan or at least a backup plan for those non-working years then, right? Yes. A spousal IRA, um, they come with the same options as traditional IRAs. They're offered by IRS approved institutions such as brokerage accounts, banks, credit unions, uh, savings and loan associations that are federally insured. Um, you could set up a spousal IRA as either a traditional or as a Roth. Uh, they are also subject to the same contributions as traditional and regular Roths as well. Uh, and another thing to keep in mind with a spousal IRA is that the working spouse must have an income that's at least equal or greater to the amount of contributions you make on each behalf. And if you don't make too much money, you can contribute to both, meaning that the working spouse can contribute fully to theirs and also contribute fully to the spouses. Yeah, I think that's that's huge, obviously. Uh, as usual, our time has flown by. Uh, is there anything else you want to add before we have to go today? Well, planning for retirement it can be very challenging and even stressful. Um, at the Retirement Optimization Group, we want to take that stress away and we want to make it as easy as possible. Um, so whether it's Social Security, uh, getting your savings goal hit, knowing what your income goal is, and maximizing your retirement assets, we want to help you do it the right way. So if you have any questions on this, you'd like a no-cost, no-obligation consultation with me, please give us a call, 791 2924 or visit our website at therogroup.org. All right. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Retirement Paradise with our host, Greg Gunther. Thank you for listening to Retirement Paradise. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Greg Gunther at the Retirement Optimization Group. Call 808-791-2924 or visit their website at therogroup.org. Greg Gunther and the Retirement Optimization Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.